Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Statement no matter what, and uh, 
and recently in the past, like I think like I would say like four or five years, I I really love women's clothing, like feminine clothing, like it's clearly one of my like favorite things. This is all of her clothes. Um, well, person <laughs> that would consider themselves, like I guess, a sister. So, um, I but I don't even think twice about it, and I've never really like I've just done whatever style I feel like doing. It's never been like I don't think I thought about it. I just I'm like putting on clothes that I like. Mm-hmm. There was a time probably there was oh there was a time where it was like khakis and like fisherman hats and like Converse. <laughs> then there was a time that it was just like all um, well now it's just like lots of I have like so much I just have stuff. But I love sneakers too, so like I'm a huge sneaker buff. Like I just ordered, I just made my own versions of Converse for my birthday, and then um, I yeah. So fashion's a huge thing. It's a huge statement. It really is. Yeah. It's all about the like the expression. So mm-hmm. I like back then when I used to wear all those stilettos and things, I would people would always get my my pronouns wrong, and I used to get like really salty about it because it's I felt like it was fairly obvious who I was, and then I was like, maybe if I started dressing more masculine, they would get the point. Isn't that funny with our minds? Like, and it never works. Yeah. Oh. Because it's I their opinion you of you, and it's their business, and so you need to be yourself, and so. Because mm-hmm. their opinion doesn't fucking matter. It really does. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, because it's their business. It's actually what they're not dealing with. The way I dress has nothing to do with you. The way I am, the way I do, the way I walk into a room, now, I'm how, not going to walk into a room How gay I am has nothing to do with it. Exactly. Mind your business. It was a long journey to learn that. Yeah. To learn that I dress for me, not for you. Yeah. It is a journey. We and you're still going to keep going. You're only 18, right? Exactly. So you're going to have to go on that journey again because you're going to go uh, to school maybe. I don't know what you're doing with your future. I'm actually going to uh, a university for fashion. Yeah. So I'm about to make the industry a little more gay. Yes! <laughs> yes! It's a pretty good industry. That's a that's a really big pot. I mean, I think fashion actually has been a pretty pretty positive experience as far as like people being able to express themselves, of course. And like, yeah, I'm so into all that. I'm into really bright colors a lot too. Like, mm-hmm. I have like, a lot of bright colors. Yeah, my hair's, uh-huh. my hair's pink. Um, but it wasn't until I like had a roommate in New York City when I was living there that his entire closet was like color coded and like oh to perfection. <laughs> and I literally that week. You did the same thing? I took out all of anything with brown or black and I bought all brand new clothes and put them in my, in my color coordinated. <laughs> See, like, I, I could never do that. I, I so could never be that. Like, I didn't last, but I did it that way. <laughs> and, but the colors have lasted. That's, and that was like seven, that was in 2010 or 2011. Ooh. And I never, and everyone always says, oh my god, you wear so many bright colors. I was like, mm-hmm. because I realized I'm not afraid of color and I think people, a lot of people are afraid of color, which is totally fine, but. It's interesting, like, when you walk into a room and you have obviously pink hair. I mean, I mean, the amount of people look at me with this pink hair. I mean, you can look at me. I love cute, your pink hair. But <laughs> I don't care if you look at me. I like, you like it? Or, like, when little kids look at you, I'm like, you like, it's pink hair? I know. You like it. Like, all the girls like, oh, I love your hair. And some boys. Most boys. I usually say that's, that's my go-to. I was a preschool teacher for 10 years. And the girls would be like, you can't like pink. I go, why? Because it's a girl color. I go, who told you it's a girl color? Me. Oh, oh. And then they're like, uh, well, I'm like, exactly. Nobody. Is it the preschoolers? Yes. You gotta learn. I live in the city. They have to learn early. Oh, yeah. They, they gotta learn. Well, definitely have to learn at that age. Because, like, if they know that, because they have the time they don't give a shit. So. Yeah, that's fun. What was your um, influence, positive influence of pop culture that you were like, 
Yes, absolutely. Hailey Kiyoko was not. Can you explain who that is? No idea who that is. That's okay, explain it. Let's explain it. She is the gay queen. Well, can you elaborate on gay queen? She was my influence because she just out here being herself and don't care what other people be thinking. What does she do? She she sings. She makes music. Okay, cool. Pop she on like pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. She on YouTube. Yes. Yes. She got she got like all these videos of lesbians and kissing and everything. I was like, if she can do what she want to do, then I'm gonna do what I want to do. Did your eyes like light up when you saw it for the first time? You're like, oh my yes. god. Yes. <laughs> all of that. Yes. Isn't that an amazing moment where you're like, yes, yes. And then no, and then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of John Mulaney. Me at graduation. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is John Mulaney. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well. I wanted to go see her at a concert. She was with Panic at the Disco. Oh, cool, okay. Is that how you discovered her? Huh? Is that how you discovered her at Panic? Or did you discover her on YouTube by yourself? On YouTube. Cool. That is so cool. And uh, what, um, did you ever see her in concert by yourself? Like by herself? No, I want to. Yeah. Where is she from? I forgot where she's from. Uh huh. And she just full on does not care. I think I've seen her videos. I should watch her videos. I think I know. I know you're talking about. There's so many things, but that's cool. So that was your moment of like, yes, <coughs> yes, my gay queen, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, how long ago was that? That was last year. So, is, so are I you? I her in concert last year. How you identify and you pronouns that you use? Is that something new for you, or is that something that you years like came out? Or? It's new because like I just discovered that I'm not really comfortable like as a girl, but like I'm not completely comfortable as like using new pronouns. So it's like they uh-huh. slash them. That's what I want to use. That's what I'm comfortable with. Great, I love that. That's so cool. And we had this conversation before with the last group, and it's so funny. People are getting up in arms about this day down there. I go, we actually all say that when we're referring to someone that we actually don't know who they are. Yeah, that's the thing. They are. See, so it's like we're using it anyways. And yeah, so I don't know okay. why it's making you so uncomfortable if someone just, like, well, it's hard to say. And doesn't this, I go, what's hard to say? By you saying that, it's hard for me to hear. That's what's hard. You know, it's like, so I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's just, but anyways, so who cares? People are dumb sometimes. But uh, that's true. But they don't know what they don't know. Yeah, I will rock, wear my pride flags and my pride shoes to school and I care what people think. Have you had any problems? Mm-mm. I don't feel like you would. I feel like you would literally be like, ah, get out of my face. <laughs> you were your junior, you said, in high school? Cool. Yeah, so we're almost done. You're almost out of the, the nest that is high school. Cool. That's a good experience when you leave it. <laughs> um, but it's cool if you have like, a supporting school. Like, I don't know if you got the supporting schools or club. Uh, GSA, I don't know what it's called in your school, but we'll call them differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you, what's your, um, what was your pop culture like influence where you were like, holy well, shit. Well, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I, um, okay, so I have multiple stories actually. For one, wow. I'm a huge, well, I, I read YA fanfic, uh, yeah, not yeah. fanfic, I read YA fiction, uh-huh. a little too much for my own good. There was, was <laughs> um, a period where I did not <laughs> stop reading it, but anyway. And, and I, I first I first read uh, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda by Becky Arbertali. My friend was like, "Dude, you're gay. You have to read this." And I was like, "Ugh, fine." <laughs> so I checked it out on Kindle, and then I didn't read it because I was being a bitch, and I was like, "I'm not gonna do this. Don't tell me what to do." And then I checked it out of uh, the actual library, and I read it, and I was like, "You're f- you're fucking kidding. This is so good." And then. That spawned me legit running around the fiction section looking for rainbows on the covers, 
True story. Been doing it for a very long time. And then, so I got to reading a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. And um, so that's that's the book. I'm still in my book phase because I'm still I'm, like I'm still looking for gay books. I still have a whole. I I made an entire list from 2018 to 2019, and I like put start, here are the ones that I really want to read, let me make another list so I can put them on hold at the library. I had a very, very organized, it was like one of the mo only times that I've ever organized. And then there's um, <coughs> um, musical scene, love musicals, I'm a theater kid. Uh, so there's a character um, in a musical called Be More Chill called uh, yeah, Michael Mel. Michael Mel. Who I'm seeing. I'm seeing that boy do little shop tours with MJ Rodriguez. Yes, George Salazar. California <laughs> next Friday. Oh my god. Ah, uh, jealous. Okay, we so anyway. Be, actually. Anyway, I like <laughs> identify with him on a spiritual level, yes, level except for the stoner part. But like. You never know. You're really not great.
No, but that's good. Yeah, I know. She did a whole. It's, it was sort of like Disney. Listen to this. See, we want to get Disney prints. Yeah. Um, so that's the, oh, sorry. I have one more thing to say. You can say Ooh. it. Cassandra Flip Flip No, Cassandra freaking Claire. There we go. Um, okay. So there's a TV show, Shadowhunters. Do you know it? Yeah. Shadowhunters. Thank you, Malik Israel. So there's a book Tell series. That. I feel like I'm a part um, of my niece. There's a book series. <laughs> Uh, she, she's reading so many. Okay, so you have the prequels, which are the Infernal Devices. Kind of gay because Magnus is in it. <laughs> and then there's um, Mortal Instruments. <laughs> gay. Freaking gay. Awesome. So that one, so the main character isn't gay, but like we have some definitely very, we very gay. We have oh, some yeah. gay minor characters, which is great, and I got super into it after I like found some fan art or something. Yeah. And then there's the Dark Artifices, which the last one came out, I think, last year. And that one's like gayer than gay. <laughs> gay ah. square. It's, it's gay, gay square. square. Thank you. This it's gay is square. Sh- uh, this is cartoon? so it's a book series. Book series. And then, but the show Shadowhunters is based off. That's of a TV series. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and Shadowhunters is like basically a different fandom because it same characters, totally different plotline. It's kind of annoying, but it's still I a great show. Do that. I kind of got to look. Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Percy Jackson movies. No, the Percy Jackson movies were crap. They did it with the magicians, too. The yeah, magicians. Like, they did it They totally, magicians. completely changed. Like, I was like, I don't know if I can get into this, because I really love the books. That's so. why I'm not in it. And uh, there's a big gay character in that. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. <laughs> and so she's written, uh, in the Shadowhunters Chronicles series, she's written the Infernal Devices series one. That's a finished series. The Mortal Instruments series, another finished series. Um, that was the first one that she came out with. She came yeah, they're out all, they're square, queer, it's a queer. It's, well, it's not completely queer. Well, they're... Here's it's the a thing. half and half. It's half and half oh, because right. like it's the main world. the main couple of characters are all uh, cis and straight, and then there's like um, trans character in Dark Artifices. There's gay characters. Now, the, the, now, now, are they main characters? The queer characters? Okay, so yeah. that's what the well, that's it really that's the conversation. Like, through through the series, they get more major and major and major. Like uh, two of the characters, Alec Lightwood and Magnus Bane eventually end up marrying and adopting two kids, which Spoiler is alert, sorry if I'm I'm sorry to any- I'm Ouch. so sorry. I'm so bad at not spoiling Spoiler alert after it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and they recently got a new series about them, set in between two of the books of the Mortal Instruments to anyone who's like, okay, so they went on this trip, what did they do? Because they went on this whole trip, it was super cool. Um, so the first book came out, it's called the, uh, Red Scrolls of Magic, the Lost Book of the White, which is the second one there's so many. Is this person like super rich who wrote these? Who is this person? Uh, her name is Cassandra Clare. It's a pen name. Mm-hmm. I can't remember oh, her really? actual name. Um, is but this she's, person queer? She, uh, no, actually. But she's on Goodreads. And good. um, uh, like you can find her like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, I know all about this. I have an 11 year old niece who is a lesbian. So, and I have I a cousin her. now who's 11 <laughs> who is also pansexual. <laughs> oh, I it just came out to me. And hopefully, my sister's cousins are here. They do. Oh well. Um, yeah. Well, like, Wait, we were talking about literally all of this stuff because I asked them, and then I said, "Well, what do you like?" And my niece was like, "I like girls. I'm a lesbian." I was like, "Cool." She's like, "Yeah." And I and I go, "What did your mom say?" She goes, "Well, she said I don't know what my sexuality is right now." And I go, "Well, that's for her to. That's her own business. And what do you feel?" She goes, "No, I have a question on this girl, and I'm pretty sure she has a question on me." So yeah. I was like, yes, right. sis, yeah, exactly. I was like, and that was it. That was the end of the conversation. But, and I want to talk about the girl, of course, and stuff like that. But yeah, like it's. I, but it's because of like books like that and pop culture. Like that helps when you 
you read about it and you see it or see it or hear it, it like that's your positive influence. Like you have to have that. We don't have enough of it. We don't have enough yet. So we need to get more and more. Go ahead. Oh my God, that's we need more, 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 more. So uh, I actually I started reading Shadowhunters when I was your age, no less. Um, but when I turned sixteen, um, my mom actually let me get one of the Shadowhunter tattoos. What? Yes, Ooh, one. Can you shut uh, down your which arm? Which one? Or? No, <laughs> I can't show it. Which one is that? Um, it's the protection. Yeah. Wait, which one? Wait, 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 wait. You'll understand in a second. But um, when I got it, I was really into Shadowhunters, and it, it took a while because it's a solid black. It hurt a lot than just the other. Um, no, they have three tattoos, but I love them. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's addicting. Yeah. But um, then I learned, you know, it's her pen name, and that's not actually her name, and the characters aren't main characters, and I was like, oh, let me do some more research to see if I can find main character LGBTQ plus people in books and in TV series. And Main characters. Main. Like, I want yeah. a main character. Yeah. And it's like, it's a little bit of a hunt. Yeah. It's a big hunt. It's yeah. Right. Like, 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 you, like, like, you kind of have to look hard for it. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things where you, you like, you get really into something, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, let me put the brakes on this. Let me actually look through the windshield. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's it's kind of like sure. um, that's the work. <laughs> that is the work. But you know, it's an eye opener that the character I liked the most was obviously gay, mm-hmm. and it was Alec. Um, but Sorry, it's like <laughs> you know, you go with the characters that are on the side, and then if you don't like the main characters, and they kind of lose interest in the series, but. When they revamped it for the TV show, they focused a lot on Alec. Yeah. Like and okay. that was some of my favorite, like, episodes of it. Malik. The episode. Because yeah. that, well, Malik. because that is the way I think people are realizing that. It's kind of an interesting thing when people are like, well, now they're just using the queer agenda, this and that. I go, who cares? Make yeah. all those people leads. Who yeah. freaking cares? Exactly. Like, I don't care. If the lead... Is, if that's your purpose to get people to like the show, oh well, I'll love the show. I know I will. Like, I love Pose. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I love all those yeah, other shows that came before. But like, but they're not representing people just sleeping around. They're not representing people that are murdering because that's a lot in the seventies and eighties. Like, a lot of gay characters were homicidal maniacs, and like that bad representation of the community. And a lot of them were not played by queer actors. So there was few like movies you gotta dig deep and you gotta and they're not from America they're from like France or like yeah because France was a lot more accepting of the, the right well well yeah. yeah they've been around a lot longer so yeah. like they've had time to do what we're now just doing in America yeah. <laughs> France imagine that so it's when you see in the cartoon it's a cartoon movie. Uh, a TV series it's a, a TV series oh it's an like, actual although it's there is live action live cartoon oh yeah, cool okay what okay. channel is that um, oh uh, Freeform Free form. Okay. Shadowhunters, right? Yes. Okay. And, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Let me get that. Well, isn't now, isn't Supergirl or Batgirl or yeah, one Supergirl, of them becoming... Supergirl is becoming perfectly gay. Lesbian. She's lesbian. lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually proclaimed in the But you notice, like, not, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but they always do it with the girl first. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's our culture right there. Well, well, the thing about, well, not necessarily in Shadowhunters. Not always, but... I, I mean, uh, okay. So, here's, I'm going kind of off topic here. Away from Shadowhunters, I found something online. I'm also really obsessed with Rick Riordan. He wrote Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. Kane Chronicles, and I Kiss Chase. 
And I found something online, um, Rick Riordan, in his second series of the Campathlet Chronicles, which is Percy Jackson, Heroes of Olympus, and the Trials of Apollo. In the second series, he had a character. He wrote a character as gay, Nico D'Angelo, the child. Um, he came out as gay, and he had a serious problem. Uh, like Nico, he had he had a really really bad time coming out because like he was forced to come out by the god of love, which was not not chill at all, no man. And he also had to watch his crush like be in love with this other girl Ooh. and like fall legit yeah. into Tartarus, and it was not fun. But then I found something online that somebody was really... He found out his boy crush that he had fell in love with a girl. Yes. And the worst of that they, they, They'd been in love for like Sucks. a really... Not not Nico and Percy, but Percy was in love with Annabeth, and Annabeth was in love with Percy, and then... Why Percy, can't Percy be gay? No, Percy... Okay, right? here, go, here we go. Yeah, Percy. See, that leads into Charles of Apollo, where Nico has a freaking boyfriend named Will Solis. Thank you so much. But Percy doesn't know. Okay, um... But, so, what I was saying, I found something online, somebody was really, really mad about Rick Riordan, Rick Riordan making Nico gay, because he was, they were like, um, oh, it's only to, like, gain more, more fans, more, like, more people that are like, oh, there's a gay character, look at this, he's so inclusive, it's amazing, hey, let's give him more money, okay. and, I mean, I, I, I see okay. that, I see that, but, like, they, that was like they were like, oh, that's the only reason he wrote it. He didn't want to write it to like make more, um, to give it more diversity and stuff like that. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Chill out. Maybe people want gay characters to be gay characters. Right. Exactly. Thank like you. I think there's there's there is a crossroads right now, and I think people are gonna argue that. And I'm like, who fucking cares? Because the more you make them, the more we're out there being represented in a positive way. Exactly. Now, if they're making them and they're just doing horrible things and they're still showing the backwards way of doing things, yeah, of course, totally argue that. But like, who cares? Like, exactly. and they and like, I think uh, I think it was uh, uh, Sam Smith, right? Yes. Yeah, so came out. Yeah, exactly. And people like are like, well, he's just saying that to get more. I'm like, what? Or like, or, or like everybody's mad because like people are coming out in That's schools like I'm gay. I'm why is there such a? Uh, they're also like saying like, why is it there's so much of it now? I go. That's because we're talking about it now. It's always like, been there. Or like people find or people find out that somebody's cutting themselves and they're just saying, oh, you're just doing it for attention. And no. that's like well, something that's a whole like that. That's Those really fuck off that. exactly. That's that's my point. And like I like I I know I have friends who cut and they they don't tell anyone because they don't want to be told, oh, you're only doing it for attention, and I think that's really fucked it's up. It's a real mental issue. Yeah. But that's a, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go on that route. Yeah, but I do you want to get back to the fact that who cares if that person makes a gay character completely, but we need more, like, lead parts. So, like, let's, yeah. let's, let's go down a little path of, like, um, negative game. stuff. Okay. okay, so because of that and not having leads in shows, it's, it's been out taking a while. For oh, shows like boy. Pose, for people like Ryan Murphy to make gay characters in um, his hit series, um, American Horror Story. So, what has been something that like you feel that's been negative now, um, now or then or like what do you you know like because I, I talked about this room. This room has beautiful artwork and beautiful people on the wall uh, celebrating um, Black pioneers. About people of color. Well, Maya Angelou, Martin Luther King. Um, but if you look close, we gotta we have to see that 
plus the queer queer community. You know what I mean? Like yes. we gotta see all of it together. Now it's gonna take some time because we can't even handle putting people of color on walls in this country. We can't. Handle we, can't. we can't handle <laughs> it. We just we honestly can't handle it. And people don't really see the correlation. I'm like, no. It's equal rights for all. Not equal rights. Not equal rights sometimes you, exists. sometimes you, sometimes you. I'm like, doesn't fucking work that way. So people are that's why people are fighting. And now what are some of the things pop culture today or well, it's sort of like that um, that socialized when you come out of the closet there's no going back yeah and that is like something great I, yeah <laughs> right like come on out of here it's a party but also be safe about it yeah and yeah <laughs> I know right like it with, was, anything, with anything with anything like in general but it's also kind of like back to Brendan Yuri when when he came out, a lot of people got you know, a lot of backlash for it, and the people were very upset about it. But I'm like, okay, but he's sharing it with us because he feels it's comfortable that he can. Right. And if you give him backlash, I'm like staring for you give him backlash for that, it's kind of saying that you didn't fully support him in the first place. One hundred percent. And that's kind of like the struggle that most people are experiencing these days is when you step over that like quote-unquote safe zone of adding in these LGBT characters into things that weren't previously such it's forming that sort of hey look I'm gonna jump into the line or over the line that I was already staying away from and this is me taking that risk and I've, I've done that a couple times with some of the pieces I've done and you know I used to like I used to write books that's another story, but um, I had this series where I had a straight cis couple as my main characters. Was I fine with that? Yeah, it was debatable. But it's you probably were, but you did no, what you did. I did you what knew, I did. You knew at the time, so. right? And I added in another person into the equation to cause a problem. Now, adding in a a third lover, sort of. Thing, it's always well, going to cause right to we're, cause we're a polyamorous relationship. But yeah. it, I noticed after I did that, a lot of people give me backlash. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the fact that a lot of writers will use like LGBT or like you know a possibility of a gay couple as their problem point. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. that's a good point. You're right. right. They use it as so, the problem point. I'm like what? Why is it a problem? Right. And people will, you know. It's sort of that a like that um, the one meme where it's the guy, um, his chick, and he's turning around to look behind him yes. as she's oh, walking yeah, by. Yes, that's like the most. Or people will change it up like that. It's purposely making it like a distraction where someone of LGBT, regardless of what they look like or like who they are, just because they're under that quote unquote label, that they are now a distraction to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, when you see a drag queen going down the street, mind your business, she's being herself, but people will stop and stare, and people will hoot and holler, people will yell. Hey girl, what's up? That's what I say. That, that's what I would say too. Yeah, yeah. Some people but you people really have this, they can't handle, change. they can't even handle, they can't handle anything other than how normal they are. Right. Like, because they're they're the they're so they're to the, yeah, I think people get to the point of being so bored with themselves that if anyone does the slightest thing that's quote unquote different, 
there are people literally fight back. I mean, we've done it. They've done it. We've done it through centuries, right? Exactly. And they can't handle it. I mean, it started with Jesus Christ for goodness sakes, and he was like, right. "I love everybody. So everybody's cool." Right. And they couldn't handle it. They killed him. Yeah. And that's the precedence that we've set for ourselves in this world. So think about it through the queer community's eye and the way they do it in, in pop culture and television. Like, queer, yeah, becoming being queer is a problematic thing in a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. And you're like, why is it problematic? Like. A great example of it not being problematic and so beautiful is a recent episode of The Connors. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't a coming out. Someone called it a coming out story, which I think is interesting because it wasn't a coming out. Their child was already out, right. completely being who they are, and didn't want to be that way because he kissed a boy, and the boy denied it because of their grown-up. is That's not nice. And But like his parent, but The Connors, uh, Becky, or whatever the daughter is, uh, Darlene's son, person, is like, I don't want to be gay, but it wasn't a coming out story, but it's interesting with the title that they used online was a, co- a great coming out story, but it wasn't a coming out story. It's, it's possible. So it's interesting, that narrative that, that, that said, I'm like, that's not, that wasn't a coming out story. I don't know, it's like, I, I'm glad that they did it, and it was a beautiful episode, oh my god, I was crying. Um, but it's interesting, like, it wasn't a coming out story. You need to show real coming out stories. I don't know. He already came up. I mean, it's possible that uh, they mixed up coming of age and coming out. I think so. Maybe because it's like it wasn't. Oh God, it, was, it wasn't that. It was interesting, but like now that's the that's the narrative that a media can set up for you, mm-hmm. or anyone can set up for you. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. Like you're so quiet over there. We gotta get you talking. No. What is some of your negative? What is something negative? What made you? I want to say this. What has always been a pushback for you trying to be yourself. But my family, like, they don't hate gay people, but like, if people are gay, like, if they trying to dress like it's the opposite gender, that's what get, I get on the internet. They don't have a problem with people being gay. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm afraid of like, I'll come out to them and then they'll be upset and won't accept me. But then I don't care, but then I'll also care because that's still my family. So your family, it's the people who brought you to this world. Yes. But remember, you can always have a chosen family too. Yeah. Not that, you know, I, w- I would ever want you not to have your a family that you blood family, but it is interesting. They could be okay with, well, they're not okay with gay people. That's the fact. They're not mm-hmm. okay with it. They're not okay with the queer community if they can't even handle someone dressing in other clothes other than what they think they should be wearing because it's their business. And that's what drives me. It's like, come on, it's your business. What does that you think that way? You could totally think that way, but just know that I'm not going to fall into the place of what you think is normal and what uh, you think I should do for myself because it's me. I'm going to do it, right? It's so interesting. What is uh, besides your family? What in pop culture like hasn't hasn't influenced you, or something? Things that you've seen that you can remember off the top of your head. It's like today and like now in the twenty first century. It's like people that are like gay. Like if they go outside and like they work like their girlfriend or their boyfriend. They'll get beat down for no reason. Like, they didn't do nothing wrong. They just whooped their girlfriend or their boyfriend. What did they do to you? Right. They didn't do nothing wrong. They were just being themselves. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. It's, it's mind-boggling, right? But people make it their business and because they're so afraid of... Um, because they're not being themselves. And that's the bottom line. Those people actually are not being themselves. They think they're being themselves, but they're not because they're trying to carry on a way of being for people's, uh, you know, 
which they don't know what that feels like because they've never been accepted. They never accept themselves. So if you can't accept yourself, how are certain? How are people going to be able to accept you if you can't accept yourself? And that's a hard place to find navigating this world because it's crazy. Because of, I'm telling you, because of media and like the way the history has just laid itself down. It's like someone tried really hard to make the queer culture not a thing, even though it was a total thing. Like it was more. It, Greece, Look, Greece. Rome and, and I've been to the Vatican. There are more naked men in there wrestling <laughs> in the Vatican <laughs> than there are anywhere else. Like, I mean, right. it's all naked art. You know, it's just like, and then in the 1920s, 1930s, before um, Hitler took over Germany, it was, you could be completely out. And like, you went to clubs and like, you all these beautiful like burlesque clubs or, or uh, cabaret clubs and it was just androgyny was like a huge thing mm-hmm. it still is there today Berlin's one of the best cities in the world <laughs> sexiest most thought-provoking beautiful city in the world there's probably I think like four gay neighborhoods in Berlin oh, yeah. it's like something like it's crazy we stayed in one of them and like we did a gay history tour mm-hmm. and it's interesting because a lot of people that were fell under the Nazi regime were gay. And one of Hitler's biggest generals was gay. And he was, people knew he was gay. But because he was with Hitler, um, that didn't matter. So he could still do what he wanted with the boys that he wanted to do with and the clubs that he wanted to keep open. And it's so interesting. So they like totally suppressed something that was so beautiful and prominent in the country. Yet there was so much still going on. I mean, we know that. We know that from history. That's like usually the case, anyways. Um, I mean, look at Greece. Like you know, all those. Like it was never. But the person in power was like, no. So I'm gonna kill you if you do that. I mean, I think they just passed in Botswana. Don't call me on this, please. And they just passed. Uh, it's basically kill the gay bill. Like mm-hmm. kill gay people. Or they're like allowed to like take them. I, I recently. I recently. Um, I recently found out about um, the Supreme Court is, I'm not sure if they October 8th. It was on October 8th. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're, they were or they are deciding. They're still deciding. Okay, they're so divided they're, right now. They're deciding whether or not they can, if people who identify with the LGBTQ plus community are fired because of that, mm-hmm. they're deciding whether or not these people can actually bring that to court and whether or not, like... There's three cases they're bringing. If, if, if I was fired because I identified as a demigirl, whether or not I could bring that to court. <clears throat> and they're still deciding that, and I feel like that's complete shit. Because, like, why... If, if you get fired because you're black, you, you're... I'm sorry, like, not meaning to be racist at all. But, like, it's, it's, it's a fact, that's what people get fired. I mean, if you get fired because you're black, you're allowed to take that to court. What is the difference between being black and being gay? I did not... Don't know if well, no, if you, think about that. I mean, think about that struggle. If the person's queer, of color and female, and female, put those combinations together, and, and put them in. I don't know, Mississippi. <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> but not in the not in a like not in like a city part. Put them in like a town, like a rural yeah. town, right? Mm-hmm. I Think mean, about that. They're not protected federally. They literally can be fired. Exactly. There's also uh, I was outside for the that court case, mm-hmm. and um, you went to it. Yeah, I went to it. Ah, nice, sweet. Yeah, it was really great. Um, and it was it was great to see all those people out there rallying for something they felt empowered for. Mm-hmm. But there's also the fact that, you know, 
I myself, I have been fired for what they called, uh, I don't, they called it something really stupid. It was like, you know, upsetting the public kind of thing, but it was the month of pride and I wore my pride stuff to work. And I'm allowed to do that because it was A, work attire, and B, it wasn't actually against code. And they actually would try to fire me for that. My coworkers, one of them actually tried to get me fired for that, claiming that it was hazardous. And that it was, you know, a threat to public. And I, um, we actually took it all the way into corporate for that. And I- Good for you. Yeah, I, I won. And yeah, I, like, I whipped up the handbook and I won. What's the this? It's Maryland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is also, like, one of those things where you'll see um, companies be like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm an ally company. Mm. I'm pro-everything, right? And they, like, turn around and they don't. I know. Yeah. That's the corporation law for you. Right. This is the other argument that people are arguing with, like, when it's Pride Month, like, all these corporations are, like, rainbow yeah. flags everywhere. Which is totally cool. Like, do it. Like, live yeah. it up. Like, but if it came down to it. And, but the thing is, if it comes down to it, if you're working for Chase, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, if you're using Chase as an example, it's, I'm not saying discriminate, they would not discriminate. I don't know what they would do. But if you're working for Chase Bank, say, in a state that allows that, the company does not have to allow that. That's not their policy. Right. But, like, there might be, like, nine people against that one person. And they're like, well, they can't work here because they are married to, a woman's married to another woman. Yeah. Or a man's married, whatever. It's like, then they'll... The case has to go. I mean, you gotta bring the case to court. In case to court, you have to do it. I'm like, exactly. you just do. What are you gonna say? That's like with them trying to like ban trans people from like using regular bathrooms. Oh mm -hmm. my god. Like, so that's been the problem since like 2015. Well, it's just a bathroom. If they gotta get. That's what? actually been a problem since the 30s. So yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, um, once again, it's like this idea that someone came up with and they were like, well, you can't be that and you have to use the correct. The, the things you were born as. Like, well, what if, you don't know what I was born as. Right. You're not in my fucking body. <laughs> like, you're not in my body. Like, I don't know what I'll say. This is the one thing I really Gender get. is a social construct. It's, that's all it is. It's an idea that someone made up. We made all of this up anyways, regardless. Exactly. But I feel the way I feel. And I know what I know. Right. And it's me. And it's not even me standing here and being like, you can't tell me what to do. No, I just know that's what it is for me. Yeah. And, and it's the whole argument of, like, when people argue the fact that, like, oh, how do you know you're straight? Or how do you know you're gay? It's like, well, how do you know you're straight? Right. Because you know. You know. And how do you even know you're straight straight? And how do you even know if I'm gay yet? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm still discovering things. If I stop discovering things, then I become normal. And then I can just stop doing what I'm doing because it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Because we only have this one earth anyways. No one else is doing it for us. We're doing it. Right. And... Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's these social constructs that are so stupid. But we gotta break them down, and we can do it through pop culture, actually. There is. It's a massive movement with pop culture. You can tell by now, with the election also coming up, oh. and you can tell with shows on television. Do we still need to do more? Yes. Are people gonna flub up when they say things, Whoa. the wrong pronouns, stuff? Yes, they're going to, but they don't know what they don't know, because we have not let them know that. We, as a world, as a society, We've not allowed them the room because we've had people in power to break it down and not let that come in. But now, we're bringing it back. In but, my mind. Yeah, and on the topic of the, the bathroom thing, um, there, 
I've actually had to explain to somebody before um, who gave me a hard time for being trans in the men's bathroom. And um, it's one of those things where he was like, oh, you're in the wrong bathroom. And he actually does this, like, he did this double take thing where he walked in the door, walked back out, looked at the sign, looked at me, looked at the sign, walked back in, and went, I think you're in the wrong bathroom. I said, sir, sir, mind your business. And he, we had this entire argument, um, and I was in a public area too, so it's not like it's a private company or anything where they can actually. You're having an argument in the bathroom. Yeah, in the bathroom, <laughs> and just standing, waiting in line, being a casual person. And I do costumes, like cosplay is like my company. That's what I do. And I was in a costume as dressed as a guy, so it's not like you could really tell unless you were actually staring. So, and I, I make it a point to make it that way. And it's like one of those things where you have to explain to them in the most simple terms sometimes because it doesn't really get through their head. Like the bathroom you have at home, that is a gender neutral bathroom. Exactly. Right. That the bathroom where there's only one bathroom and it has like the three stick figures on it, that is a gender neutral bathroom. I mean, people can't even talk about sexuality. I mean, think about health know. class. Like, people have a hard time even talking about sexuality and you know, sex and sex yeah. in general. I mean, so, God forbid to talk about the bathroom. And, um, last year, our GSA, I found this out when, we first, when I first joined, last year our GSA was banned from giving announcements because we said sexuality, which has the word sex in it. So apparently, <laughs> we couldn't give it to the little <laughs> elementary schoolers. But that students. right there is the problem. That mm-hmm. literally closes the door, and then people go, oh, my 15-year-old's pregnant. Well, yeah, because you fucking stopped talking about sexuality and sex at, like, a young age, and you didn't even want to bring it up, and a lot of states you can opt out of health class, so they don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you expect? Of course, they don't have anything positive on TV to show that stuff. Women are degraded all the time on television, mm-hmm. and, like... Alright, so I gotta wrap it up. What? Just tell oh, me. No. You, 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 can, you can wrap it up. You can wrap it up in the question I'm gonna ask you because it'll probably all, it'll all come together. Okay. So wrap it up in the question I'm gonna ask you. If you could be a pop culture influence and like you had the one thing you needed to do, um, what what's the thing that you would take on uh, that everybody has to know? I mean, I I've, I've been wanting to be a a, fi- a YA fiction author for a really long time. And I'm, 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 I'm really, I've been trying to, I like, I write fanfic, I write, I write oh, fanfic, and um, I'm writing a story, a really crappy story currently on Google Docs. You'll get there, you'll get there. Um, who, and I really want to have a, Don't say it's a crappy story, say it's your story, and then it won't <laughs> be a crappy story. I, I'm, I'm writing a story Unless on, really on Google story. Docs, <laughs> um, and I'm trying to work in major... Uh, LGBTQ plus characters right. and um, I mean it's turning out really well and so like personal goals I want to be a YA fiction author LGBTQ mainly and I want to start up a nonprofit organization to help fund LGBTQ plus kids on the street um, Magnus Chase influenced me to do that thank you I'm telling so you much. Pop culture, man. <laughs> right. I, like, I wanted to be a YouTuber I want to be a YouTuber like I want to make it so that like gay YouTubers are not hated as much. Like Shane Dawson, he's guy, he's en- he's engaged to uh, violent animals, and they keep hating on him because the- he's engaged to him. Like if if there's if they love each other, they love each other. There's nothing right. that you can like, do about it. Like mind your business. Yeah, that's that's whole. They ain't paying their bills. That's what RuPaul says. And then those bitches ain't paying their bills. Paying them the money, and then that's true. Like no, like 
like mind your business. You didn't care if he was now, and now that he was in love. And, and that's the whole idea of um, like that. That's the whole idea of um, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. You're only you're only doing this to bring attention to yourself. Yeah. You're only saying all gay people suck to bring attention to yourself. Say it to your homophobic, transphobic friends. Don't say it to the gays. Right. We we understand that you think that we suck because like you make yourself present. It's like, my parents are always saying, like, whenever I see, like, hey, Trump on a car, it's just like, they're personally identifying themselves. So you can avoid this person when they personally identify themselves. I hate gay people. I hate trans people. I voted for Trump. Stuff like that. It's just, avoid them and they'll avoid you. Hopefully, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Don't be a neon sign. Don't, don't just don't be a neon sign. Don't be a neon sign. So for me personally, I'm already working towards it myself, but um, I'm actually, as I mentioned earlier, going to be a fashion designer when I grow up. Well, I haven't grown up yet. So. No, we <laughs> never really grow. But uh, it's hopefully make it um, like a clothing line that's a gender neutral clothing line and make it popular enough that it becomes one of those things you'll see everywhere. Like, you'll see Errol Pops everywhere. You're going to see Hot Topic everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hot Topic. And, yeah. I think Errol Pops everywhere. Yeah. Who knows? We, we find out. Balls. We'll find out by next year. But it's... Oh, February 21 is totally bankrupt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they going. They going. They going. But it's like a thing where I want something that everybody can wear. And they can mix and match, and they can make it their own. We've been to that store in New York, right? Minnesota. Yeah, that's where I just was yeah. yesterday. What is it called? What's it called? Uh, it's, it's, mix. It's I called think mix? It's, it's like it's mix. mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, you, there's no gender. You yeah, no, it, you it. walk in, and it's all one set. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not expensive. It's expensive to be, you know. Yeah, this is not expensive. <clears throat> this is all maybe gender. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you'll see, I've seen myself, people of like non-binary people bouncing between the men's section and the women's section bouncing in between to get something mm-hmm. they like. Now, to make it easier, why not just make it one big section? Yeah, and it's true, because I don't even go, I always go to the women's department first. I really can't, right. I don't like pop culture and like things, the construct of men's clothing in stores is boxed, right? It's like a very boxed yes. idea of what something should look like. Go anywhere. Solid colors. Unless you go to like, obviously like high-end fashion, yeah. right. it's totally different. Or if you go to Europe. When I go to Europe and I've gone to India and all those places, like, that's not the case. It's mm-hmm. all like these edge cut it. It's like all this. It's like this stuff for guys. Like it's just like we've only in America really have constructed an idea of what that should be, mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating. It's not like that anywhere no. else. Really, it's right, not. It's really the, the special. It's child. beautiful. Yeah, and like the oddball. Everybody, oddball. everybody <laughs> says that hey, it's uh, let's move to America, so free, and then it's just like oh, wait. It is free in other countries, at, but not right Yeah. But wait, look at Europe. They're so open. Forget America. Wait, no, don't forget Except us. Except for that whole special. Like, we're the special type. We're <laughs> odd. Never, I've never been into the whole, I've never been sold into the idea that America's the only one. I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. And again, I've never been into any of that, regardless of anywhere. Yeah. But definitely not America. We're built off slavery. We're built off, we killed an entire race of spe- species of people. Um, Native Americans, like, we, we gave them casino. Yeah. I mean, I could list the things that we, like, like, just don't even go there. And, like, there's tons of people on this board right now that, thank God, they were around. Yeah. Because if they weren't, I mean, like, what the hell? I just was in New Orleans, and, like, 
they sell tickets to plantations, right? Mm -hmm. For $25. And there's signs that say, this was where slaves were, but also, and I'm like, but also what? I was like, what are you talking about? The number one thing in America that was made from us was sugar. Yeah, right? yeah sugar and tobacco. Yeah. Why? Because people yeah, from Africa, they slaves, they brought them here, and the person invented a machine that could process it faster. A person of color from Africa came here, was made a slave, made a machine that could make sugar. That is a fact. Yeah, that's a good story. That's, that's what historically we were built off of. That's why pop culture is the way it is, because the influences that we've had, and you can see it if you just go through it historically, like, the way, especially in the queer community, it's like, it was so beaten down through all that stuff, and mm -hmm. now it's not, you know, now it's making its way up, hopefully. Just um, finding that? Yeah. One more thing, and then I wrap up and have lunch. Can I find something up? Like, Bring if, it up? If the, it has to do with the Lord. If the Lord loves everybody, then why do gay people go to heaven? That's my, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, well, the, the construct of the Lord loves every right? So, like, the people that tell you what they think it's meant to say and do and be, that's the bullshit part about it. I'm a, a big part of my podcast is faith, Christianity, like gay and Christianity, and how they actually go together. Because we they make us separate. Someone made us separate them so far that that's not true. And, like... And besides that, there's six other versions of the Bible. And right. Like, building off of that, like, I have, I have like, queer friends. Like, I'm, I am kind of, I'm not, like, completely Christian, but I'm not kind of Christian. I don't know how that works. But, like, I have, like, queer friends who are Christian, and they're just, like, I hate the idea that, like, you're gay, you immediately hate Christianity because Christianity hates the gays. I mean, I go to a church where, like, we're incredibly, like, like, we have, we have a gay couple there. We have... People who like we It's just like the bad just, apple in the batch and like that's just the case for everything. It's like it takes one stupid person to completely not only hold on a second, destroy um the someone's faith. Yeah. And we're gonna stop right there. Aww. But you can still talk. Alright, wrap it up. This is one sentence and that's the last person's gonna talk. Hopefully for the new generation we'll make pop culture a way that everybody will be accepted in a way that we all will act. You know, having these conversations with these kids is, like, the coolest thing on the planet. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. If you're just driving along in your car, or you're at home, or you're listening to the episode throughout the day, just hear it from them, because that's the real deal. And I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and thank you for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.